This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, welcome to How To Tuesday. I am doing some maintenance on my fly lines today, and it's a perfect time to answer a recent question that we had, which was, how do you whip a loop on the end of a fly line? Or another question that I get all the time is, how do you make the strongest connection between your fly line and your leader for big fish like tarpon, marlin, GTs, whatever like that? So I'm going to show you the way that I've always done it. It's extremely strong. There are other ways to do it. Um, so you know, take it for what it's worth, but this has certainly landed lots and lots of, of tarpon. So if we look right here, I've got this other camera angle going down here. So you're going to be able to see this. Now this may translate better to video than it does for audio. So for the audio listeners, I will tell you exactly what I'm doing, exactly how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it. But if you want to follow step-by-step you can go to the YouTube video, and that is on the Saltwater Experience channel. You can also go to TomRolandPodcast.com. That will have all of the videos and everything on there. You're looking for the um, for the episode huh, number. What is it? We started numbering all the episodes now, which I like a lot. And if I go to my own podcast. This should be episode 560. So you're looking for episode 560. And it's a very simple thing what we're going to do. We're going to whip a loop in the end of a fly line. It's a very important thing to do because a lot of fly lines, like this one that I have right here, this is a Cortland Precision um, Liquid Crystal. This is a great fly line. And it comes pre-made with a welded loop. So you can get a little closer look at that. That welded loop is very strong. 
but some people don't really trust it. Okay. You can pull on it. I'll take this right here and pull. And it is, it is very strong, but just say that the machine didn't get this weld perfect. Would you want to lose your biggest fish ever to that? I don't know. It's up to you. Some people cut these off and, and do their own loops. Some people trust them. I tend to trust them on most fish. If I'm going for something I've never caught before, if it's going to be a really big fish, I might choose to cut it off and, and do one of my own loops because I definitely trust that. But over time, they, they've been doing this for a long time. And these, these loops, you know, a lot of people tell you they've never had one fail. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. And if you're fishing for bonefish, you know, with a, with a 12, 15 pound lead or something like that, no problem. I don't think you're ever going to have one fail. But when you start going for tarpon, arapaima, GTs, marlin, um, goliath groupers, something that is going to really, really pull big, giant jack crevels, maybe you want to consider something else. Also, if you are old school, you understand how to do this already. Probably if you are not, if you are newer to fly fishing, then you will um, need to know how to do this because some fly lines come with just one loop on the end. Some fly lines come with two loops on the end, one, one, one on each end. Uh, but if you don't have a loop on the end of your fly line towards the backing end, this is also my favorite way of connecting the backing to the fly line. I'll tie a bimini twist in the backing and I'll whip a loop in the fly line. Then you go loop to loop. It's absolutely the strongest connection you're going to get from backing to fly line. Then on the other end of the line, I'll also whip a loop. I prefer to whip a loop. And um, that will form a loop at the end and you're using nail knots to, to mash this together. And those nail knots are extremely strong if you do them correctly and snip them really close. They are, can also be a very smooth connection between your leader and your fly line. Um, so we're going to go over how to do it right now. Okay. So these are the things that you'll need. You need a pair of nippers. You'll need a pair of scissors like these. You might need some sort of pliers. And we'll get all this out of the way so it's going to be easier to see. And then while we're at it, when we're finished, we'll mark the fly line so we know what it is. Um, and I do that to all of them, even if they have markings on them, because sometimes those markings come off. And then you're looking at a fly line. You have no idea what you're, what you're looking at. Even if you've been doing it for a long time, it's still very difficult to tell what's going on. So because you've got a 110-foot fly line here, I'm going to give myself plenty. A lot of people will try to whip this loop right to the end and maybe that's more important on the on the front end than the back end this happens to be the back end of the fly line so this is going to be attached to the backing but i give myself plenty of extra okay now we're going to turn this over and we're going to form a loop just like i'm doing with my my fly line right here and all i've done is double the line over and i have about four inches of fly line doubling back over the original line, the running line. Okay, so there's a loop right there. Now, if you don't know what this tool is, this tool right here, this is called a tie fast knot tire. Okay, old, old 
old deal. Look, see the logo right there. I don't like to use a lot of tools. If I can do something with my hands, I'd rather because I don't want to be, um, you know, relying on a tool, right? But this tool is one to rely on because, yes, you can certainly tie a nail knot without one or needle knot, used to call that. Um, but this makes it so much easier. And I'll show you exactly why. Because I'm going to get a bunch of line off of this spool. And this is just 20 pound mono. It could be any kind of line. This is just old line that I got laying around. Just a spool, old 20 pound. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold this tie fast knot tire in my left hand. And you put the line right in this gap right here. And then with my left thumb, I put it right on top of this little little platform, and I hold it right there. And again, just like with any of my knots, I like to have plenty, okay? So I don't like to mess with just little ends, end pieces of line. So I've got it just like this. Got my left thumb on top of the little platform. The line is running through. Now, I'm going to take this and start to wrap back on itself. A lot of times, this is really the difference between being able to do this by hand, you know, in no tool and using a tool. I can do it way more times. Okay, so I wrapped it about six or seven times. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and actually form the knot. I'm going to then put this line back through the knot tire, and in, in what I'm doing is I'm putting it right back through the entire deal. So if I just pulled that tight right there, I would have a nail knot on top of this line. But that's not what I want to do. I want to do it around this deal right here. So I can just double, double this line over, and I can put it right in there. So the knot's already formed, and now I'm placing it over the line. And if you're using a 12-weight line like I am, sometimes it's, it's hard to get it all the way in there, but sometimes it's not, just like that. Okay, so I've got that through there. I've got my loop, and I can put my thumb on that loop. And then I can hold the line with my thumb. And I can just pull this off, boom, and as beautiful as you can imagine, I have a nail knot. I'm having a hard time seeing it while I'm trying to film it here. But I can snug this loop up to whatever size that I want. And I like to have it small. Okay. And then I start to pull down on this nail knot. Okay, and you want all of these barrels to be right next to one another, not overlapping. Okay, I'm going to pull that tight, really tight. Okay, now the idea is that that is going to cinch down into the fly line coating. Okay, so I got one on there. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the same exact thing, and I'm going to do it two times 
one is probably good enough. Two is probably really good. Three is probably overkill. Okay. So I do it. Guess how many times? Three. Chico Fernandez laughed at me when he saw me doing it three times. He thought that was total overkill. But like I say, I never had one fail. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the same step again, and then I'm going to show you exactly what this looks like. So for this one, we're going to snip this very close. Sometimes you get the fly line. I have to do the whole thing over again. Okay, so snipping it very close there. And that's what it would look like. Okay, so now I'm going to do it two more times, and then I'll show you what it looks like at the end. Okay, you can also do it this way. You can put the line through like this and, and then form the knot around the line if you want to. That's what I'll do this time just to show you the difference. Got it through there. Did it 10 times around. Just put that right back through the knot tire tool. And then I will just pull that down a little bit and boom. There's another knot. Okay. So as I cinch this down, I'm just careful to make sure that these these barrels are not overlapping one another. And sometimes when you pull it, the knot just pops right there if they're overlapping. So if they're not overlapping, you now have a really strong knot like that one that I've got right there. And I've got, just for the people who are listening right now, I have a loop that is formed when I doubled over the fly line. And then I tied a nail knot around both legs of the line. And that formed a loop. Then I did that again, right behind it. You can see I have a little tag in right there I need to clean up. Okay, so now I've formed that behind it. Now this is an important clip down here. Sometimes you can do this better with scissors, but I'll get this as tight as I possibly can because this is one that could catch in your rod guide. So I want that right up to the deal. So let me get this stuff out of the way so you can see this a little bit better. Now I have a whipped loop in my fly line. That's in focus for you. Okay, so a double, double nail knot whipped loop. This is going to go to the backing, and I'll do the same thing on the forward end of the line. So this is awesome if you don't trust the, the, the loop that you have. It's also awesome if something happens to your fly line, it gets cut, you're in the field, you don't know how to tie your leader on, or you've got some lines that only have one loop on them, and they're designed to, you're going to need a, the best way. But in my opinion, this is the strongest connection to the backing, and it's the strongest connection to your fly line, or, or to your leader for big fish, tarpon, GTs, arapaima. So there you go. That's how you whip a loop in a fly line. I hope you can do that yourself so you don't miss any big fish. This is going to be your year. This is the year. 
2022 is the year for your big fish. And it starts with terminal tackle. It starts with good knots. It starts with the things that you can control at home before you even get out on the water. You can't control the fish. You can't control the weather. You can't control the tide. You can't control any of those factors. Those are the most important factors. So in order to be very successful at fishing, you want to try to control the controllable and your knots, your rigging, your equipment. Those are all very controllable and you can get very good at those and you can test them. You can test them over and over and over again so that you know when you get out on the water, they're not going to fail because you practiced and practiced and practiced and you've come up with something that really, really works well. And that's like this, the whip loop in the fly line. So thanks for the question. I appreciate it. If you have any further questions or you want me to go over anything kind of like this, you can always text the number 305-930-7346. I love hearing from you. It's, it's awesome to hear from you. I've gotten some of the best uh, guests um, suggestions some that's made some of the best podcasts we've ever done have come directly from the audience so if you have an idea somebody that you want me to interview on the podcast or you think has an awesome story maybe it's even you hit me up 305-930-7346 and let me know okay that's how to whip a loop in a fly line thank you and we'll see you next week